0: Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast. I'm joined by Astro once again to go over what has been an absolutely ridiculous week in the history of Everton Football Club. So frantic, so crazy. Um new manager, new players, new enthusiasm, new love for the game, and hopefully a win in the FA Cup and then a win in the Premier League next week. Um, and we can start moving forward with a little bit of hope astro
1: yeah hope's a beautiful thing until it's not (laughs) (laughs) i mean hope's a beautiful thing until it isn't but i i um i decided early on in the week actually i decided last weekend before it was uh properly unveiled that this you know there's been so much negativity there's been so much Upheaval that I'm going to seize upon, you know anything good, and I'm going to literally hang on to it and 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 ride it to town as far as it's got the legs to carry me. And uh, you and I have had these conversations before. I think that there are a, a multitude of things that are still um, in need of attention and repair behind the scenes. Mm. As the day they're running of the football club goes, but I'm gonna I'm the pause button on that, okay? And I'm just gonna go Let's be positive for today. Let's be positive this week. Let's give the manager time. I, I love the look of mm-hmm. the coaching staff on the field. You know what I mean? Like they all look switched on. They all looked like they're invested. And and you know and and also with the addition of, of another member to the coaching staff late this week, um, it it keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Now all we need. OK, is a statement of intent. We've got a statement of intent from the club or by by hiring Frank Lampard, by um, supporting him in the transfer window with two. Mm. I mean, you know, we'll expand on this later, the two signings that he brought in. But I, I, I want a statement of intent from those players now that they're going to play for this guy and that they're going to. I don't know, like that night against Arsenal, they're going to show up and they're going to show out. And and we can kick Brentford's butt from from the Gladi Street end to Hell's Halfway. <laughs> yeah, you know it was, what it was I'm a, bit of a
0: crazy one last weekend, wasn't it? Um, in terms of you know the all the information we were getting or we weren't getting about the next manager it was last I think it was last Friday. It was uh, Duncan Ferguson, Frank Lampard, and Victor Pereira were going to see Bill Kenwright, Fard Machiri, Tim Cahill was in the room. Graeme Sharp was in the room. Uh, barrett Baxendale in the room. Um, and we were waiting for that like puff of smoke all weekend, that puff of white smoke. And um, yeah, we we got it, but we just didn't get it off Everton, which is typical. We got it from every other source, but Everton. And and the smoke, the smoke finally uh, emerged over the weekend. Um, to for it to be Frank Lampard, who I think, listen, a couple of weeks ago wouldn't have been everybody's favourite. But you know, I think in the most part, you know, having a few days probably to think about it, a few days to get used to it. I think everybody's on board now. I think everyone's really excited about the appointment going forward.
1: I I watched his press conference yesterday, and 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 I got a totally different feeling and an impression uh, from his uh, what he said and how he said it, as opposed to the previous. Uh, manager and how he conducted himself. And, and, and I just want to say, like, you know, we've all been guilty of um, the overexcitement of a new manager at Everton because, let's face it, there's been a plethora of them the last six years. Um, but this one feels, and, I you know, I may be innocent mm-hmm. in saying this, this feels a bit different um, in the tone and the tenor of the appointment. Um, and I think that, you know, as I said about the guys who we brought in I'm, there's a common thread here that I think not only applies to the signings we brought in, 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 in Van de Beek and Deli Ali. uh, also, I think it applies to Frank Lampard. And I said this on the call on the other day, I think we can come, we can say that this, you know, obviously it works for Everton football club as well. Everybody yeah. has something to prove. Okay. And there's nothing more dangerous than a person who has a hunger and an, an axe to grind and a point to prove with a chip on their shoulder. Because if they all get pulling in the right direction, this squad can play. Because, because the previous, you know, our two managers removed, Ancelotti got a tune out of them for the majority of the season. Okay. So we've improved the squad by removing Deadwood. We have. Now re-strengthened, okay, uh, the side in the January transfer window. Sometimes it's a shakeup, right? You know, you just gotta change the chemistry in the room. Obviously, the 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 top voice in the room has changed, and I'm pretty sure his message has changed. Um, it's a in, in a really good analogy, right? I was speaking to my good friend Kip, my Evertonian mate, my life he's been one of my best friends since I was four, and he's a newly minted Evertonian. And as of the last few years, you know, we talked about the previous manager and how it was my way or the highway and how, you know, he had these old school, antiquated tactics on the pitch. He had old school. And, and I'm going to use my American all references again, because I knew that 2011 at Alabama, not be recruiting, and still in contention for championships in 2020. He had not changed. He was really heavy-handed. See him now. He cracks jokes with the press. He's much kinder in regard to his criticism of his players. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he he has a hairdryer moment. You know, a regular in the in the law time. Mm-hmm. But what the point of making is he adjusted in his man management tactics. And I think that might be what did the last manager in. Okay? Modern footballers, modern athletes are not the you can't just hell farm. They're not built that way, okay? They're like a they're not a blunt object. They're a finely tuned like high performance machine. And 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 unfortunately in today's day, and you have to manage the men. And I think that Frank Lampard, having played with players like that towards the, the tail end of his career, and having managed high-end players like that at Chelsea makes him an mm. outstanding candidate to transition. We were. We wanted, okay? um, everything needs to make leap forward in how the club operates and how the club thinks, okay? If we're going to have a brand new state-of-the-art stadium on the banks of the Mercy, then it, we want to have a state-of-the-art, fast-paced football club that's not chasing everybody, but that's back at the lead, setting the power curve for everybody else. And I know that the will and the want is there. Everton just has to put the tools in that. It doesn't happen overnight. My my greatest catchphrase: Battleships don't turn on a dime. They're turning the wheel. The rudder's the right way, and we're making the right direction. It's just going to take time. And unfortunately, we're impatient bunch. I'll put my hand up and admit it. I'm un, I'm impatient, and and I want I want success for <laughs> Everton. I'm sick of reading about it in books. I want to feel it. I want to break some. I want to break some damn furniture. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I am cautiously optimistic. I mean, I really am. I want to have fun. I, 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 I just, I don't know, man. And you well, know that, what else?
0: That would be. I that, you be um, <laughs> that would be something. That would be something. That is a big ask. that honestly. I that know that's be, a big ask, but hey, if we're football. aiming
1: for the stars, um, but let's get after no, it. Listen,
0: there's been a lot <laughs> being said about the patience of the fans, and I heard Michelle mention it last week. I think fans just understand when, you know, you mentioned the battleship. Well, if the battleship's not pointing in the right right direction and you know it's not going in the right direction, then fans are going to get anxious. It's not like fans are impatient because they are, you, you know, because they're fools, fools and don't understand what's right. going on. They see what's going on and understand when something's heading in the wrong direction. And fans felt that way about, about Rafa Benitez. You know, look look at at look at... Look at carlo and you know it's, it's 2021 it was nothing to write home about it wasn't great it was football wasn't great the results at home weren't great and obviously we weren't there but they weren't great but fans still you know weren't getting on his back as such they they appreciated what we had and who we had and were willing to you know stick it out because we were we were heading they people felt like we were heading in the right direction so you know, we appreciated that, and obviously we got fifty nine points in the in the end, which isn't bad, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't bad. And I just think when fans know when things are heading in the right direction, they'll make their feelings known. Um, sure. And the owner, the owner, will act accordingly. You know, and and I think what Evan have been waiting for is maybe someone like Frank Lampard. I don't know whether whether you know we'll have to wait and see, and we all hope he is. But I think we've been waiting for someone who's young um energized um media savvy uh, knows how to talk to people knows how to convince players to come and play for him because he was a big name in the game himself without being sort of over arrogant about that as well and just being probably just being a little bit probably i mean you know you look at lampard you look at people say well you know he got sacked by chelsea but you know, I'm sure this guy's hurting as well. I'm sure this guy wants another chance. Feels like he deserves another chance. Maybe he understands what went on in Chelsea. I think someone asked him the other day about the question about you know you're worried because haven't have gone through a few managers, and he's just like that's modern football, big that deal. Happened. He said, you know, yeah. he wasn't like, oh God, oh I'm it's, it's terrible or this or that. He's just like, yeah, that's modern football. And I grew up in modern football, and I know what happens if you don't do what you're supposed to do, and I'll roll with it. So. To me, that 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 that's what we've been looking for.
1: Yes, I agree. And, and, and listen, like I, I, you know, I think for the most part, right? And I mean, like, Evertonians are a switched-on bunch, and 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 you have to be to be invested, you know, like we are in the football club. And I think that you're right. The impatience that we all have is born out of the fact that a we want better for the football club. B we know it's capable of more and C we're unhappy with the way things are going and we can see that something is not right something is wrong and to be fair and I'm going to be honest about this there's been something wrong since Moys departed and it's just the rot has spread and 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 the uh, and and the and the performance has broken down since then right we've not had consistency where we put together two good seasons in a row Obviously, that's probably got a lot to do with the fact that we're changing managers more. And 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 Mm -hmm. and and we get frustrated when we don't see that happening. I mean, listen, all all we Mm -hmm. need's progress. It's like you said, nobody on Andy. Fifty-nine points is nothing to scoff at. Okay, especially Mm -hmm. when you had the you know the environment that we were in with COVID and everything else um i'm uh i am i am beyond i'm excited beyond measure because i feel <laughs> like you know Mo- mrs momentum she'd be a fickle mistress okay and 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 she'll 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 cut you loose in a heartbeat but i just kind of feel like if those players don't have something to prove if they don't have a little bit more spring in their step, if they're not willing to go just a little bit more into that tackle, fifty ball, and, and, and absolutely just throw themselves into the match, um, like, I don't know. Then, I, then, then to me, they're not worthy to wear the shirt. and They need to get moved on, because I think everybody, if you're if you're not pumped up right now, if you're not ready to go, then then I I can't do anything for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just vacant inside, and there's no way to motivate you. So, um, yeah, I'm – I'm. listen, I, if, if, if the result doesn't go the way I want it to on Saturday, I'm not going to be screaming. I'm not going to be complaining. I understand that the man's had a week, less than a week, to get in and change things. Yeah. Um, what's most important to me is that I see a progression. I see a bit of correction. I see a bit of improvement. Um, I don't know. I absolutely want <laughs> Goodison Park. I want Brentford to be like, we got to come back here in May. Like I couldn't even hear myself think. Did you hear what they called me when I took that corner into Glaudy Street? Now, obviously, you can sling all the verbal abuse as long as it's not inappropriate at them. Just give them a good roasting. Don't you know what I mean? Don't say anything inappropriate, but you can still give them the business and not go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to just absolutely pummel them. It needs to be uh an assault on the senses. <laughs> I want it to. I want Goodison to live up to the Teradome Billing that I gave it, you know. Basically, I've been blamed for Everton <laughs> I played great at Goodison since you called it the Teradome. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? You're not wrong. I don't know. I just, man, I just want to see more. I wanna, I wanna feel I I wanna feel I don't want to read about Everton's yeah. success in history books. I want to see it with my own two eyes. And and I think that every Evertonian feels that way, and when you have a fan base that is devoted and and pushing, all you need is no, a ab- couple of other pieces ab- to fall into no, place. And be no, right. What could happen?
0: I think we just need all the noise to quiet down. Don't, don't we know? Now. It's, I'm, like, I'm... We've got a manager now. We've got new players. Who we'll talk about in a moment. You know, um, hopefully they start to react off the pitch to what needs to be done, yep. and we just want the noise to quiet down. We don't want to be the story. We want to be the story that of we're winning games we're supposed to win and get start getting up that table and you know get a little bit of distance between us. Obviously, a ball hasn't been kicked yet, you know, under the Frank Lampard there, no. so it's hard, really hard to know what's going to happen. And obviously, in the game against Brentford, he's you know we're not going to have three of the players we've brought in this window, so it's you know, and we're it's not true. going to have the we're not going to have the Corey or Dominic Carvin living. So it's not a, it's not a no. perfect start for him. Nope. It's a difficult start from, but like you just said there, we've got to see what the reaction is, the style we play, the what how the crowd has to be on it. Like it, you know, like like we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, you know, about, about our club. It's our club, and, and and we have to protect our club, and as fans, and um, we have to be on it as a fan base, backing this manager and his and his coaching staff and the players and hopefully everyone reacts in a positive way because like you said a little bit earlier this isn't the worst team in the world it's not the worst squad in the world it's a collection of players that maybe aren't um uniform in their style and their ability but this manager has to find some uniform with them and and get them playing football and trying to get them play football so that starts against Brentford, and hopefully we get a, a, you know, we get a positive result out of that, and see some. Just go for even if it's just a, even if it's just a, you know, just a win, and the performance isn't great, it doesn't matter. Some positivity to take us forward into the next couple of really big games. Obviously Newcastle and Leeds are going to be huge games in the Premier League. Um, so you know, it, he's in now. He's brought his coaching staff. You know, he's brought Joe Edwards, who's a very highly regarded uh, coach from Chelsea. Paul Clements, who's been a. He's uh, been a Bayern Munich, Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid with with Carlo. So, you know, they're telling you what kind of coach he is. He's, he's a big name. Uh, Chris Jones has come in as well, had uh, the performance. Ashley Cole, huge, huge I, uh, name in the game.
1: You know, how can... Listen, if if Michelinco doesn't improve over the <laughs> next few <laughs> years under the tutelage of Leighton Baines and Ashley Cole... Listen, I might be able to go out and put a Premier League shift in if you let Ashley, Ashley, uh, Ashley Cole and Leighton Baines coach mm-hmm. me for a week. You know what I'm saying? I could at least come on as a sub and not lose the game for you. Um, but, yeah, I like you said, all these people with the track record they have, they are winners. And, you know, winners hate to lose, and that kind of attitude is infectious. And that's why I'm saying if you don't start seeing something change with these players – then they really are the problem that we've been seeing on along. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that way. I don't want to slay. I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You really can. If you just, I don't know. I hate to I hate to steal it cuz I've been accused of being <laughs> Ted Lasso, but you just got to believe, baby. You just got to believe, and the belief is infectious. I mean, and you can't give up on it easy. I mean, belief I don't know, belief is like that house plant that you can forget to water, but it just has to catch enough sun and it don't die. It's the cactus of the houseplant <laughs> world. It can neglect it, but as long as it as long as it can still I don't know, belief yeah. is resilient. I think that and I think when it's real.
0: And I think and that's I, the difference. I think now this week, people do have that belief that we can get the results. And whereas I think before this week I think there was a lot of um you know there wasn't too much optimism about 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 where we would pick up five or six wins and you know and 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 now i think people are just they are starting to believe because they see the they see the guy coming in they're impressed with them they see his coaching staff you know Duncan's sticking around uh, alan Kelly's sticking around as well so that you know there's a little bit of uh, continuity there as well and sure. There is a bit, There is a little bit of belief, and as you've just said, belief can take you a long way. If you believe you can win a game of football, then you're halfway there. And, and I don't think a lot of people have gone into the stadium this season believing we can win the game. I don't think the players believe we can win the game. I see the reactions of them sometimes. It's like they're already it's beaten ho- before we start because because they've, they've, they're already defeated.
1: It's hard to believe and to get excited when the team sheet deflates you. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, people haven't been walking into the ground Believing that we can win. But I'm going to tell you something. When you couple belief and its power with a plan, we'll get out of the way. Because belief in a plan is what Muhammad Ali went into the Rumble in the Jungle with in 1974, Ped. <laughs> Everybody had picked against him. Howard Cosell, one of his greatest friends, said this may be the end of Muhammad Ali. But what did he do? He literally stood at the sat at the press table, looked dead at the press and Don King, and said, I know you got him. I know you got him picked, but I'm gonna show you how great I am. That mentality, and I love I love the fact that we got <laughs> Deli Ali in, right? Cuz I mean, listen, if the glotty streak doesn't boom out, boom ay, Ali, I'm gonna tell you something else. We got the what's our <laughs> name chant, right? From Muhammad Ali. What's our name? Everton. What's his name? <laughs> Deli Ali. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Rumble, young man, rumble. If we're not screaming, nobody back,
0: screaming that. Nobody understands to to that. School. Nobody, on you know, only gets that reference. I'm afraid in 2022. I know, I know.
1: Back. <laughs> I'll bring it back. I'll be responsible for it. I mean, there are. If you look back in sport, there are instances where an individual had a belief. Ali had the plan of letting Foreman wear himself out and rope-a-doped him. And the second he saw a chink in his armor, he beat George Foreman like he owed him money. Didn't matter he was younger. Didn't matter that he was bigger. Didn't matter that he was stronger or faster. Ali was smarter. He had belief and he had a plan. Now, you take something like Everton and it has belief in itself and it has a plan. And obviously, this is the part that's kind of missing. Support and structure from behind the scenes. Hide your kids, hide your wife, because we're whooping everybody's butt right now. You know what I mean? That's the kind of – that's that infectious excitement that I want to feel week in, week out. And I don't want to walk away from a game, even if we lose, and go, you know, that was just down to everybody not caring. Good teams can beat you. Even bad teams can beat you on their day. Mm. But if I can walk away from the game knowing we had a good plan, it didn't work, the players, I know they gave it their all, the ball just didn't bounce their way, I can take losing what i can't take is dysfunction and what i can't take mm-hmm. is a lack of effort and belief and that's the changes that i want to see come saturday
0: yeah i think that's that's going to have to that's going to be a given and um i i think that the this set of this manager and this these coaches will who've worked at the best who have the highest standards who understand what it means to win games of football yes. will come in and hopefully that's one of the things they look at is you know looking at these players thinking number one do you have it and if you have it we have to get it out of you and if you don't, then we'll have to move you on. And, you know, there's a really set the standards. Yeah, but you have to set the standards off the pitch, on the pitch, of what is required. And that starts with just total hard work. And these people understand that, you know, as a player, Ashley Cole and Frank Lampard, you know, were the ha- played at the highest level, won, you know, won Champions League at, at Chelsea. FA you know, these, Cups, I mean, yeah.
1: painfully so. <laughs>
0: You know, um, these guys did the business, and then they've got Paul Clements as a coach. You know, we mentioned with the clubs he's been at and the standards that were required at those clubs. Um, and and Paul, you know, you know, Joe Edwards at Chelsea. Uh, Chris Jones understanding what it what it takes to be at a club like Chelsea, what it takes to be a player at Chelsea by coaching them every single day and working with them every single day. These are the standards that we require at Everton Football Club in modern, very in a very modern sense as well. And I think that's why that's what gets a lot of people really excited about it. And um, you know, we've brought some players in. Obviously, Monday was a very busy day. The manager was announced. Uh, a lot of the coaches were announced and then we f- we brought in uh, Donny van der Beek from Manchester United on loan a player who was fantastic at Ajax um and is it's not not really got a chance at Manchester United and we won't really know won't really know how he fits into the whole structure till I think they get hold of him they train him with him every day and understand what his position will be in this team and how he fits into this team but at Ajax he was he was a he was a brilliant player and a brilliant goal scorer for them
1: yeah Listen, there's no doubt of his quality, and 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 also there's absolutely no doubt of the quality that Deli mm-hmm. Ali had. Um, you and I have hit on this before. Okay, when you talk about playing to a standard, okay, you're never going to have to worry about your performance dipping when you play a team of lesser quality because you're not playing to the level of the competition. You are playing to meet a standard. Okay, and I think that with these players. Brought in. Granted, they're both, like I said, Chip. Mm. maybe not chip on their shoulder, but they got something to prove. And a lot of a talented individual. Sure, it's got a point to prove because when they get Goodison behind them, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm very excited. Like I said, the little changes I've seen have made me very positive. If we can get to playing to a high standard then we're only going to beat ourselves in the end. I mean, I don't know. For you, okay, what signing are you most interested Mm. for out of the entire window? Which one is the one that's, that's kind of, I don't know, gripped you the most? made you the most excited maybe it's Mm. not long maybe it's not short-term potential long-term well i think doesn't matter who are you most excited about
0: i'm interested at the interested with nathan patterson sign and i think that's a really interesting sign and that's got um that and he's got a great future ahead of him and i think i'd like to start seeing him i'd like to see him in this game i think he's got a really i want to see a really industrious player being in the side someone who's got a never say die attitude about him which i think he has got and I I really want to see that in the side. I want to see that infectious um, character in 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 the squad who who really wants to push other people. I really want to see and who demands out of other people as well. And I so really want to see that um, more than anything. But the Delhi Ali signing has really got me intrigued because he's come in, He's twenty five. Um, he just was fantastic in his first two or three seasons at at, at Tottenham. It's 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 gone wrong in the last few years ever since Pochettino left Spurs, ever since that Spurs team peaked really by getting to a Champions League final. And you know, to see him in an Everton shirt to see him driving to Finch Farm in a Rolls Rolls Royce, um is is just to me, just um so crazy, so odd after the last few years of Uh, of where he was at spares and where he was at england so i'm really interested to see where he fits in i'm really interested to see if he can get back to form i'm really interested in the fact that frank lampard seems to have a plan for the guy and it was very much premeditated signing and not just a spare of the moment signing so um, i'm really looking forward to seeing how he comes into everton and everton in the past have been like you know the land of um you know lost toys um yeah, and um, <laughs> and and I've done well out of that, so I'm hoping we've got another one here, and 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 he can come in and and do do the business for us, and and be, make himself a bit of a hero.
1: Yeah, you you know you and I, our our affection for all <laughs> things '80s is is is, is, oh, yes. is without question. Okay, do you know what feeling I've been having all week? Go on. And I've had it occasionally on my phone. <laughs> I've had a A team Hannibal, baby. I yeah. love it when a plan comes together. Feeling about the way this window has happened. Mm. Um, listen, nope. I mean, listen. You got to have a little crazy. The A team didn't work right without Murdoch, did it? Right. Um, so we've had our crazy. We've got our plan. Okay. We got our master tactician in now, and, and you know, I think Frank Lampard can be our Hannibal. Um, you know what I mean? You got you got DCL. You got face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and you got muscle. You got big Yeri, he could straight, <laughs> I mean, listen, can you imagine him in like the overalls yeah. and the red shirt with the gold chains? He could totally pull that off. I mean, you know, like seriously, I mean, or, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, anybody could pull off you know, that, that the role, but I mean, mm. I do, at the end of the day, I think that we have the tools in place. They just need to be situated the right way and they just need the right catalyst. I don't know. I, I, I may be next week or the, whenever we get to record I may be mm. lamenting all my ill-placed optimism but until then I'm going to ride it I'm I'm going to just enjoy it I'm just going to enjoy it um I I, mm. I I don't know I want to see more from the club in the coming months I want to see uh, a a a yeah a, to be uh, a, a concerted effort to 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 improve. I think continuous improvement is necessary in any organization, and I just want to see Everton. You know, like you said, the, uh, the carrier pigeon from from Liverpool got here telling me that Lampard was the manager, but you know, in Georgia before. <laughs> yeah, they actually announced it. You know. Through- yeah. Um, you know, announced until thirty. You know, well after midnight. Uh, UK time, Um, you know, listen, there's so many, but Mm. play has to be, we're on the beach, right. And, and we got to push in. Okay. And that's what starts with this FA cup tie. More importantly at Newcastle in the week, you know, we've got to push, Absolutely. Up the beach, no, I, up the table, and in inland, and on onwards and upwards. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I, I, I'm so I, I'm so full of awful analogies today. Pen is not even. No, falling. absolutely, and it obviously it really like is bad as I'm sorry you Brentford, it.
0: and hopefully we get something out of that. Uh, well, hopefully we get the win because it has to be settled on the day. So hopefully you know we push we we push the the team on, and the team find that little bit extra that may might not have been there already. And listen, you've got to hopefully put the ball in the back of the net. It's something we haven't been doing too much of regularly. So hopefully, we 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 do that as well. Um, and then we move on to Newcastle on Tuesday, which is a really really big game because obviously, they they if they were to you know if they were to get something out of that game if they were to get a win out of that game, then they'd be right behind us in the Premier League. And we want to start right. with some positivity going into the Leeds next game because you know if, if Everton could get six points out of those two games, then you'd think, right, it's it's all going to be okay. But even if we got four points out of that game, if, uh, those two games, I think, th- yeah, I'd, t- I'd take that. That would be a great start and and, and give us that little bit of momentum moving forward um, where you're not necessarily looking over your shoulder all the time and you're keeping maybe one, two ga- wins ahead of the teams below you. And that's what it's all about at the moment, just keeping, just keeping that little bit of a gap, keeping the pressure off everybody, um, being able to do your own thing because that's the most important thing yeah. for Frank Frampard being able to do his own thing being able to yeah. just go I'm going to coach you I'm going to develop you I'm going to build this team but I don't need that you know that little bit of hassle looking over my shoulder worrying about what that trap door so no. hopefully that's what happens and um, it's a positive, positive week because at the moment it's like the cat in, a, in the box isn't it this cat at the moment we're all, uh, we're all very <laughs> sort of happy because nothing's happened yet so it's a case of the f- but yeah, so when the football yet. starts, that's when we really know what's going on.
1: You know, like I don't know, Goodison hasn't felt like itself, right? Like I, I don't know. I when I watch it, I can, I don't know. It's not like I have some kind of forced mm. connection with with the with the park <laughs> and the people, but it doesn't. It hasn't no. looked right. It hasn't sounded right, and it hasn't felt right and and obviously covid had something to do with that and obviously the the upheavals had something to do with that but i just want i don't know there has to be like a yeah. coming together there has to be a bit of catharsis and healing and and i think that like i keep banging away about evertonians when we are united as one we are powerful beyond measure i mean listen there's no crowd like a crowd of pissed off yeah. angry evertonians that are all pulling in the same direction i mean we've got to get that back. That's our responsibility in what's happening right now. That's our responsibility. You know, we have to be stewards of the club, good stewards of the club that we love and support so much. Um, And while, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying everything's fixed. I'm not saying it's time to let up. Obviously, how do you make a diamond out of a lump of coal? Constant pressure, baby. You got to keep it up. You got to keep it up. And we got to keep constant pressure on the club, always demanding better standing there screaming for accountability now listen inside the park Mm. in the blue shirts okay but outside the park all bets are off and if i see stupidity i see something i say something that's my responsibility as an evertonian you know and i've had people ask me are you going to take tape off your badge if you notice i've been wearing a lot of gear that doesn't have a badge on it okay so i don't have to put (laughs) the tape on this because it ain't on there okay that stood for that, 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 that crest right there spoke for itself. Yeah. It didn't need an SNO yeah. under it because it struck heart and fear at everybody in yeah. the 80s, didn't it? So, so listen, I, I'm not taking the tape off just yet um, because I still don't think mm-hmm. we're there. But, but, you know, maybe I'll revisit that in yeah. a month or so and I reserve the right to bring it back. But, you know, for me, um, I know that I'm just some ignorant yank from, from, you know, across the pond. Uh, you know, and i've I've never, I've never had the, the glory of holding a season ticket in my hand, uh, but it doesn't doesn't take anything away from how much I love Everton Football Club, and how desperate I am for it to have success. And you know what? I'm desperate for it to have success for y'all, because by God, y'all deserve it. The people who literally live it, breathe it, and and are right in, in the face of it, and have to suffer the abuse of the other side. I mean, honestly, like, like I want it for y'all more than I want it for anybody else. Because they y'all don't even shit. give us abuse anymore. I'm that's sorry, the worst
0: thing. They don't even give us abuse anymore. They've started just yeah. That's, that's,
1: how, how, that's you how you how know it's, it's dead. dead. When they feel they just, bad they for just you. look
0: at you and just think, no, that that's yeah. like, why would you like? You know, that's too easy. That's too easy a target.
1: It's like clubbing baby seals. You just shouldn't yeah. do it. It's, yeah. bad. it's too. It's, it's far bad. too
0: easy to do that. So yeah. no, isn't it all starts Goodison Park three o'clock kickoff on a saturday wow what a what an invention what an invention that <laughs> is um it all starts there and
1: what, what unique? a unique idea <laughs> well, why haven't we done it sooner <laughs> so
0: yeah so we just start there and hopefully hopefully you know we just pick up a few wins and, and get to that place where we're just all a little bit feel all a bit better a little bit more content a little bit happier in our own lives yeah. And then hopefully we, we get to the end of the season True. and then we can start like, you know, making bigger plans and hopefully everything is going in the right direction. And that's, that's all we want, isn't it? That's all we want. No one's asking for anything, up, you know, obscene or, or, or you know, anything out the question. We just want, we just want a team that works hard for the, for the supporters.
1: Yeah. It, listen, it, it's not Rocket. It really isn't. I mean, it's, it's a simple calculus. um. I, I, you know, listen, if we finished back to back seventh in two seasons, I'd be dancing in the street I'd be celebrating. That'd be massive improvement for me. And I'd be quite happy with that because it's heading in the right direction. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Like you said, it all comes down to three o'clock Saturday. square, you know what I mean? I tell you this, if I was a good park on Saturday, I'd walk in with a voice, but I wouldn't walk out with one. <laughs> Honest to goodness, I'd come out not being able to make a sound. Uh, I really would, just because that's my offer, that's my support, that's my tribute to the club that I love so much. And I would, and I hope everybody does the same. Awesome!
0: What a way to finish the show! No. What a way to finish the <laughs> show! Uh, make sure you check out Astros reaction after the game it'll be on if you check out his timeline on twitter uh blue ace 1878 it'll be on our youtube as well always uh, always so make sure you check that out to see how he's feeling after the game um and hopefully it's very very positive and and we can we can all feel good and, and just have a little bit have a bit of joy back in yeah. lives
1: it's... yeah i mean l- l- let's 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 have yeah. a little something to celebrate Is there anything wrong with that? I don't think so. Not too much much to to ask
0: ask at all. Big thanks to Astro for joining us over in Georgia.
1: Always a pleasure, Ped. Thank you for having me.
0: No worries, my friend. And uh, yeah, if you want to uh, check out the video version of this podcast, it is available on our Patreon. uh, Sign uh, up. Check it out and if you're watching the video version of this podcast and you want to listen to it as a podcast then it's available at all any place you get your podcast this is available uh so make sure you check that out thank you for listening watching enjoy the weekend and we'll see you later